Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast with Prophetess Felicia Carter-Wade. Get ready for principles for a powerful prayer life. So I'm really excited today. God bless you guys. So listen, this is whew, this is a, a topic Holy Spirit gave me this morning. I guess he's been pondering upon my heart for a little while now and I'm going to read a scripture to you all. Listen, I want you all to take this scripture and meditate on this scripture, this whole scripture that I'm going to be reading to you, and then we're going to pray. We're going to pray about being marked by God, being marked, M-A-R-K-E-D, by God. And we're going to pray about keeping the mark upon your life. You can once be marked by God and then no longer be marked by God as his own, right? Because the Bible talks about how he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. And so this scripture God gave me, oh my God, this scripture, when I read it, it brings the fear of the Lord upon me. And I'm going to read it to you all. Uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, go to me, go with me to... Ezekiel chapter nine, but I think I'm gonna start at verse eight, but for your notes, I'm gonna go to Ezekiel chapter nine. So give me a moment and I'm gonna put it up here for you guys. Ezekiel chapter nine, verse one through 11. But I wanna, I wanna go back though. I wanna go back. I wanna go back to verse 17 of chapter eight. It says, and he said to me, have you seen this O son of man? Is it a trivial thing to the house of Judah to commit the abominations which they commit here? For they have filled the land with violence and they have returned to provoke me to anger. Indeed, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore, I also would act in fury. Now, this is the Lord. This is God talking. When God says he's going to act in fury, that's not a good thing. And he's talking to the people of God, the children of God, the children of Judah. He said, my eye will not spare, nor will I have pity. And though they cry in my ears with a loud voice, I will not hear them. So really, they had com committed all kinds of abominations uh, before the Lord. And the Lord was very furious at a people. Then look at chapter nine, verse one, scriptures up there. Then he called out to in my hearing with a loud voice saying, let those who have charge over the city draw near, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. Now, this is not a regular man. This is the a spirit being. These are angelic hosts who serve the Lord. But he's describing them as saying, let those who have charge over the city draw near. So I want to make that clear to you. Those who have charge over that city to look after that city were the angelic host that was assigned to that city. Okay. And suddenly six men came from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with his battle axe in his hand. One man among them was clothed in linen and had a writer's inkhorn at his side. They went in and stood beside the bronze altar. Now the glory of the God of Israel had gone up from the cherubim, the cherub, 
where it had been to the threshold of the temple. And he called to the man clothed in linen who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. And the Lord said to him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. In other words, God is saying, I want you to go put a mark on the forehead of those righteous people who have righteous indignation against all the evil that's in the land. All of the righteous people who groan and who cry when evil is being evil laws are being passed. Uh, evil acts are being done. I want you to go mark those people because they have a heart for me. They have a heart for my righteousness. They have a heart for my will. They have my heart. So I want you to mark those. So let me tell you this, people of God. We are marked by God when we have a righteous heart and a righteous stance with the Lord. Okay, y'all hear this scripture? He said, put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within this city. Anybody ever sighed and cried out and, 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 and got on your face when you hear some things on the news? Do you cry mercy? When you see a law being passed to kill babies, do you cry mercy? Have mercy on this land. If it's not an evil thing to you, to you, then chances are you don't have the mark of God on your forehead. Verse five, he says to the others, he said in, in my uh, hearing, go after him through the city and kill. Do not let your eyes spare nor have any pity. Utterly slay old and young and maidens and little children and women, but do not come near anyone on whom is the mark. Do not come near anyone that has the mark of God on their forehead. And begin, listen to what he says. When he gave the command to go out and slay those evil, wicked people who were creating abominations against God, he said, Go and begin in my sanctuary. Oh my God, that brought the fear of the Lord upon me. Go and start in my sanctuary. Go begin in my sanctuary. Listen, this is so important. I got to make sure you hear this. He said, go and start in the sanctuary. So here it is. He's giving. Oh, he's giving instructions to an armed being to go and slain every wicked person in that city. And he said, start in the church, start in the sanctuary. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. He said, but don't come near those who are marked by me. Did you see where the being had the ink holder and he went through the city and he marked those who thought, um, he, who thought that, you know, it was evil in the land who cried out to God. He marked those. He marked the ones who felt sorrow when it came to evil, wicked decisions that's being made on the earth and evil things that's being done. He marked those. 
That goes, listen, that says a lot for those of you who are believers who support laws that government passes that's a total abomination to the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. This is not the word of Pastor Felicia. I'm telling you, he said, if you agree with the abominations and the wickedness that's going on and you don't have a cry in your heart to cry out for mercy, God have mercy on our land, but you agree with it and you don't oppose it in your heart, chances are you have wiped your mark off. He said, go. He said, start in my sanctuary, begin in the church. So they began with the elders who were before the temple. They began with the elders who were in the temple. Elders, those who were older in higher rank and positions who knew better. My God, help today, Jesus. This brought the fear of the Lord on me, church. And if you read this scripture, then the fear of the Lord don't pop, fall upon you. You may need to fall upon uh, the altar and repent and, and do a heart check. He said, then he said to them, defile he said to them, defile the temple and fill the courts with the slain. He said, go out. And they went out and killed in the city. And so it was that while they were killing them, this is Ezekiel, the prophet saying, while they was out doing what they were commanded to do, he said, I was left alone. And I fell on my face and cried out and said, oh my God, Lord God. Will you destroy all the remnant of Israel and pouring out your fury on Jerusalem? So Isaiah being the prophet of God that he is, a prophet and an intercessor, began to speak up and cry out on behalf of the city. Then he said to me, the iniquity of this house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great and the land is full of bloodshed and the city full of perversity. And they say the Lord has forsaken the land and the Lord does not see. Verse 10, as for me also, my eye will not spare, nor will I have pity, but I will recompense their deeds on their own heads. Just then the man clothed with linen, who had the ink horn at his side, reported back and said, I have done as you have commanded me. Are you marked by God? If he released that same being in the city of Memphis today or wherever city that you're in with an ink horn in his hand at his side, will he mark you? So what am I saying? You say, what are you saying, Pastor Felicia? What I'm saying is make sure that your heart is in a postured position to always take the word of God and take the side of the word of God, the side of truth and not the side of what's happening in the midst of wicked and abominable laws and things that's happening in the earth. You got to guard your heart and make sure that your heart does not side with unrighteousness, does not side with wicked abominations that's happening in the land. Just because it's popular culture does not mean that it's popular in heaven and approved by heaven. So I came to bring this to you as led by Holy Spirit. 
because I believe that he's speaking in just this scripture. I don't believe that I have to say a whole lot about this scripture. All I need to say is check your heart. Make sure that you're not in agreement with the abominations that's happening. The abominable laws that they're passing that contradicts the word of truth. If you are listening and all of that is going into your ear gate and your eye gate, then chances are you will begin. Whew, you will begin, mm, my God, to compromise. To compromise. And so God is saying, in order to keep my mark upon you, you need to take my stance on the wickedness. That's, if he hate wickedness, we need to hate wickedness. If he hates unrighteousness, we need to hate unrighteousness. Not that we hate people. We love people like God loves people unconditionally. But you need to check your heart to make sure that you are continuously marked by God, by keeping your heart in alignment with God. That's all I have to say today, people. That's all I have to say today, people. The scripture spoke for itself. The man with the ink horn is going to be marking those who are of God. He said, oh, he said, mark the ones on a forehead, the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that's done within the city. So if your heart is gripped at abominations, at sin, at wickedness, then you are marked by God. And stay that way. Hallelujah. Amen. Help us, Lord. This scripture will bring the fear of the Lord on you. Even if you're in the right standing with God, you'll repent all over again and say, God, show me my heart. Show me if I've gotten out of position away from your heart, away from your truth. And I've allowed things to creep in and I've accepted things that you would never accept. Holy Father, this is our cry. Let's pray. This is our prayer, Father, that we will be kept by you, that we will be ones who are continuously marked by you, Father. If you release the angel in the land today, Holy One, if he had the ink horn in his hand and at his side today, Father, where would our hearts be, Holy One? We're praying that our hearts would be in line with you, Lord, that the angel would take the ink horn and put it on our foreheads, that we would be marked by you and that no evil and no evil plan, no wicked uh, scheme, no uh, destruction will be able to come near us or to come near our dwelling place, Father, because we are marked by you, Holy One. And we repent right now, Father, if we've allowed some things to enter our hearts, some callousness to come over our hearts that will cause us to just wink at abominations and not cry out for right, for holiness and righteousness and for mercy, Lord God. Forgive us, Father. Cleanse us from all and any unrighteousness. Make us pure before you, Holy One. We set ourselves aside to be pure and holy vessels, holy vessels, honorable vessels, as your word says, honorable vessels who will be used Hallelujah, who can go through the trials of fire, Father, like precious gems, Father, will be able to stand, Holy One, for righteousness, for truth, and for holiness, Holy Father. We're asking that you would purify our hearts today. Help us, Father God, 
Stir up, stir up, stir up the fire. Stir up the fire in our bellies, the fire in our hearts, Father, where we become lukewarm in certain areas, Father. We're in danger of the mark being removed from our life, Father. But we want you, Holy One, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father. And we, Father, will be sure to guard our hearts and will not be callous to the abominations and that we'll wink at them and that we won't, that we'll be in a position, Father God, that we won't cry out. We'll never want to be a position that we won't cry out and sigh and mourn for the abominations that's happening in the earth, Lord. Let us forever be marked by you. Come on. Hallelujah. Someone say that I will forever be marked by God as his own. I declare that. I decree that. I guard my heart with all diligence because I know that out of it flows the issues of life. And I declare that my heart is pure, it's cleansed, and I'm marked by my Holy Father and that no deaf angel will be able to come nigh me or my dwelling place. Amen. In Jesus' holy name, Father. We pray this in the name of the Holy One, the name of of the one whose name is above every name, the one who can give commandments or put a mark on it, the one who gives the commandment to not go nigh us, the one who looks for us, who looks out for us, who covers us, who stands with us, who stands beside us, who stands tall on the inside of us. We look to you, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for it. We honor you for it. We praise you for it. The remnant, the righteous remnant in the earth will be marked by you so that we can finish our course in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah, people of God. That's all I have to pray for you today. And I want you to share this because there are some who may not understand the seriousness of not of, allow, of, of not allowing or of, of the seriousness of actually guarding your heart with all diligence. If you don't have, listen, read this in the CEV version as well. I don't have that up on my screen right now. I might be able to pull it up, but I want you to read it in the CEV version. I want you to get the full meaning and understanding of what Jesus uh, is saying and what the Lord is, uh, the Father is saying in this scripture because it's serious. The word of God is true. I know we're under grace now, but God is a God who never changes. He doesn't change. There's no shadow of turning in him. He is a God of love. He is a God of mercy. He is a God of justice. And he's also a God of judgment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we want to always make sure that we are in right standing with the Holy One. And here it is. I'm going to read it to you in the CEV version. The brightness of God's glory then left this place above the statues of the winged creatures inside the temple and moved to the entrance. The Lord said to the man in the linen robe, walk through the city of Jerusalem and mark the forehead of anyone who is truly upset and sad about the terrible things that are being done. He turned to the six men and said, follow him and put to death everyone who doesn't have a mark on their forehead. Show mercy. Show no mercy or pity on them. Kill men and women, parents and children. Whew. 
begin here at my temple, but be sure not to harm those who are marked by God. Then the men immediately killed the leaders who were standing there. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word of the Lord. Take heed, people of God. Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Take heed. Take heed to the word of the Lord. Amen. Take heed. Pray. Ask God to show you, show you your heart to make sure that it has not become calloused and that you would accept anything that's an abomination against the Lord. Amen. Well, I love you guys. Share this broadcast, please. This is a heavy word today, but this is what the Lord laid upon me. Uh, I'm going to put an excerpt of this scripture in my book uh, just because uh, there was uh, uh, Ezekiel interceding on behalf of the land. And how many of you know that when, thank God for intercession, because it works and God, we can reason with the Lord and he will overturn certain judgments. But there are times when the Lord says the judgment is final. It's already been done. There's no intercession for this. So obviously Ezekiel went into intercession and said, dear God, please don't destroy the remnant of Israel. But the Lord said, my judgment is already set. It's already done. It's already established that this will happen. Right. So I put an excerpt of that in my book that I'm, I'm working on. Uh, I'm on chapter six. I believe I'm on chapter six. So I have about two more chapters to go. Um, so uh, I'm praying that it's definitely completed by the end of uh, the year, um, hopefully around October, September, October. Amen. I love you all. Keep your hearts pure before the Lord. Amen. Keep the blood over your life. Share, share, share. I want to see you guys as my number one share. Thank you, Wanda. Love you too. Yes, Penny Smith. Help us, Holy Ghost. We need Holy Spirit. God is serious. The Lord is serious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I see you. Yes, mark, mark me, Lord. I see you, Cynthia. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please share this broadcast with you guys. It's a heavy word for me. Like I said, when I read the scripture, my God, I began to weep and just really cry out to the Lord and intercede and pray in the Holy Ghost because I know my daddy. I know my father. He's a God of love. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of justice, but he's also a God of judgment. Amen. And so we want to make sure that we are marked by God, that no judgment of destruction will come near our dwelling place. Thank you for the thumbs up and the hearts. I appreciate you guys. Hallelujah. Well, I love you guys. And uh, I'm going to sign out because I don't want to just be rambling on, replay it, hear it over again, share it, tag people, let them hear so that their hearts can be alignment with this word and with this truth. 